This is the Palladian Energy Podcast, a podcast series for energy professionals featuring short, insightful interviews with experts who can shed light on topics that matter to you and your business. We'll cover issues relevant to the upstream, midstream and downstream sectors. The first series will comprise 10 episodes, each providing valuable information on the topic of digitalization in the oil and gas industry. I'm your host, Callum O'Reilly, Senior Editor at Palladium Publications. Please subscribe to the podcast for free on anchor.fm and rate and review. Sponsoring this episode of the Palladian Energy Podcast is Global Hydrogen Review, a new publication dedicated to the entire spectrum of hydrogen production and its applications worldwide. Each issue of Global Hydrogen Review will include quality keynote articles, detailed case studies, and in-depth technical articles highlighting the latest trends and innovations within the hydrogen sector. Issue 1 is out now. Sign up for your free subscription at www.globalhydrogenreview.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Episode 6 of the podcast. Today, we're joined by Akshat Sharma, who is the Monitoring and Controls Manager at ITT Inc., a manufacturer of highly engineered critical components and customized technology solutions for the transportation, industrial, and energy markets. So Akshat's current role focuses on products and services to monitor and improve the health of rotating equipment worldwide. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how oil refineries and other downstream facilities can begin their digital transformation journeys. So hi, Akshat. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Glad to be here. So let's start at the very beginning then. What does digital transformation for facilities in the downstream sector actually look like? Yeah, so that can be pretty wide ranging, right? So digital technologies, they can really help on kind of the whole um gamut of refinery operations going from the start of construction to operation and maintenance, and then also helping improve uh, safety and efficiency. So just some examples, right, include if you're using some digital devices and software just to start by moving some of your processes that maybe today um, some of these facilities are doing on paper, but just by moving them into more of a digital fashion, they can improve their efficiency and their collaboration within their own teams. They can also do things like using intelligent technologies to start to gain some more visibility and predictability on their supply chain. Another good example is improving personnel safety. So this is through things like wearable technology to monitor their personnel that are in their facilities and in their plants. And then also being able to use things like remote sensing where they can eliminate or reduce the need for time-consuming walk-arounds, which really involve, you know, exposing their personnel into more hazardous areas of the plant. And then additionally, you can get overall maintenance and operations to improve their efficiency by using some of those same sensors, but adding in some analytics to be able to get more insight into um, the equipment in the plant. So with an increased focus on moving to some of these digital worker enablement solutions, 
um, facilities can get more predictive and get some more things around real-time asset and production analytics and, you know, layer on some additional technologies with digital transformation, like um, creating virtual remotely managed digital twins. So with that, you know, they can start to see a lot more of what's affecting their operation and start to see things like, okay, if they made certain changes to their processes and operations, what would be the effect uh, on the overall facility and help them identify some of the root causes of their lost production and improve um, their safe working environment for their personnel. One of the big things actually in, in digital transformation is really remote machine health monitoring. So that's a growing trend these days that more and more facilities are taking advantage of. And especially with this uh, machine health monitoring, it's really all about making sure that your plant is running in the most efficient way possible. And the way you do that is by ensuring that the machines that are making all of this happen in your facility are healthy and they're working as designed to make sure that um, your plant is producing what you need while you're minimizing your unplanned downtime and costs. So remote monitoring in particular gives you some more detailed information on those machines, um, along with how to improve their operation while removing the need for some of those time-consuming and potentially risky walkarounds. So really, that that's a lot of different areas, you know, that digital transformation can touch within the plant um, to help improve some of those processes, improve their, their efficiency and their output. So the, the applications are obviously quite wide ranging there. And I mean, you've, you've already touched upon this slightly, but why do you consider digital transformation to be so important for facilities in the downstream sector? Yeah, um, it's really important for these facilities to be able to provide their committed outputs to their customers, right? So the way they do that, they've got a lot of equipment, a lot of machines running uh, at any one time and that are important to be able to enable that output. So anytime they have issues with those machines, especially when it's unplanned and is uh, a critical machine to their process, that becomes a big problem to be able to deliver their output. So they really need to be able to quickly, accurately, and cost-effectively identify those machine performance issues and start to react to them or start to uh, resolve them before they occur. So that's where digital transformation can really help improve that, right? So rather than relying on somebody maybe walking around and observing the performance of those machines, they can use some of these digital tools to be able to better predict and um, plan for some of these issues before they occur and before they start to affect their output. So one of the examples that we've got uh, or we've seen recently with a facility is around remote machine health monitoring, where they went from doing their traditional walkarounds to monitoring their machine health using wireless remote monitoring sensors. So as an example, they had a sensor on a particular motor that uh, picked up some excessive vibration, and the sensor automatically notified the operators and the maintenance team. Based on that vibration level, the sensor was also able to take some more detailed full-spectrum vibration data to just help with that analysis of the issue. So with that full-spectrum data and the notification, the maintenance team was able to kind of compare that data to the historical vibration levels from this particular motor 
Um, they also got a little bit of a automated analysis report, and that identified uh, some imbalance on the motor. So the reliability team was able to verify that physically on the motor that there's a foundation flexibility issue and plan for a repair while minimizing the downtime and the impact on their operations. So just by doing this, by avoiding that sudden failure in the downtime, that particular plant was able to save just under $300,000 of possible downtime costs. So that's a huge impact for them, right? Where they are able to, to use this digital tool to be able to um, potentially or to save uh, these potential costs on their operation and meet their commitments to their customer. Well, I mean, so the, the benefits are, are quite obvious there then. Um, but something that we hear quite often is that the idea of beginning a digital transformation, the actually starting the transformation, it can be quite overwhelming and daunting for facilities um, who are already busy focusing on their day-to-day -day operations. So what message would you have for these facilities? How can they make their transformation process a little bit easier on themselves? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, when you look at that overall digital transformation, like you said, it seems a little uh, overwhelming at times to go from today to what the the future may look like. But I think like a lot of things, it's uh, the recommendation is to kind of start small, right? So as an example, with remote machine health monitoring, we kind of recommend really three steps just at the throughout that process to make it easier to tackle that transformation. So one is just starting with identifying the machines that would most benefit from remote monitoring, right? So taking a look at your plant and looking at the machines that would be best suited for this. And this could be based on a couple of different criteria. So it could be machines that are existing bad actors that you're having issues with that you would like to get some more information on. It could be machines that are important to your processes so you really need those machines to be running and uh, running efficiently to be able to produce your output. Or lastly, it could also be machines that are just difficult to monitor with your existing tools. So picking some combination of those machines is kind of step one, right? The next step is picking a remote monitoring technology for those machines that's something that's easy to deploy and cost efficient. So that's important because that way you can get the system up and running very quickly and very easily and start getting data from it without having to expend a huge amount of resources just to, just to get off the ground. And then the third step is once you've got this, this equipment on your machines and monitoring the data is to start reviewing that data delivered by the system and start incorporating it into your existing operational and maintenance practices to um, see where you can improve and get some efficiencies. This becomes a lot easier also when you pick a remote monitoring system that offers tools that basically allow it to deliver the most valuable data to you as a user when you need it. So things like automatic alerting, reporting, diagnostics, you know, those are really valuable to have. But by doing these these three basic steps, you can start to see some benefits from uh, machine health monitoring very quickly. So I would suggest to think of these steps like a trial run, right? Start small, get up and running fast. And then once you can see the value from doing that project and doing that implementation, 
it becomes a lot easier to start expanding further that system to get to the rest of the machines in your plant and have a much wider coverage. I think I think that's really good advice, Akshat. It's the idea that you have bite-sized manageable chunks that you can you can actually implement now um, instead of seeing everything um, as quite a, a daunting process um, that's uh, that, like, like we talked about that can be overwhelming the idea of doing everything all at once right yeah exactly okay so are there any other things that downstream facilities specifically should be aware of when they're on their digital transformation journey yeah so I think there's a there's a couple of things that I would maybe suggest or talk about as some ideas or some things to keep an eye on I think one is it's important to consider when you're doing your digital transformation to consider the tools that you're putting in place so I think you've got to think about kind of two areas one is just the implementation of those tools as well as what you're going to be using them for in the future so those are almost two different ends, right? The implementation is usually the first thing that you're doing. And what you're going to use those tools for in the future is a little bit further down the road. But just starting with the implementation, so it's it's really important to be choosing some of those pieces that are really, um, your digital tools are reliable and easy to use. So that way you can get them implemented, um, you can rely on the tools to do what you need them to do, and they can start delivering value early on. Um, that makes it easy on the implementation, but it also makes it easier within the facility where now you can start to see your own personnel, you know, seeing the value out of those tools, and they'll get on board with using them pretty quickly as well. Now, the other piece is um, thinking about how you're going to use some of these these digital uh, technologies in the future. So just naturally, as part of any digital transformation, um, these facilities are going to start to see some additional insights and some additional possibilities that maybe they don't necessarily see or have uh, as much access to today. So it's really important when you're implementing some of these systems to try and pick something that's fairly flexible so it can grow and change as your needs um, evolve as a facility. So that'll make it a lot easier where you can have that digital transformation program be successful for the long term, where you have that system that kind of changes to accommodate um, either what you need as a facility, as a facility changes, or also to support the facility as, you know, some of the insights that they're seeing from that data, they're starting to implement them and maybe they're starting to run their facility in a, in a more efficient way. Brilliant. I, I think we'll wrap it up there, Akshat, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. It's been a, a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. So a big thank you once again to Akshat Sharma for his valuable insight into how important digital transformation is for the downstream oil and gas sector and what steps facilities can take to get their digital transformation journeys up and running. As a special thank you for listening, we'd like to offer you a free trial subscription to Hydrocarbon Engineering Magazine the leading publication for the global refining, gas processing, and petrochemical industry. Each issue is packed full of detailed technical articles, case studies, and regional reports from around the world. Visit hydrocarbonengineering.com to grab your free copy today.